0: You're listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Addressing you a little bit earlier today, I've got the day off and I wanted to uh, say hey. Hope you've been having a great Friday so far. Getting ready for a fun Independence Day tomorrow. We'll be talking more about that. Well, tomorrow—it's a fascinating day, fascinating day indeed. And I was trying to slay the paper dragon today, man. It's been—I've got a little bit behind on my filing, so like a lot of bit behind. So I went in there armed with a stack of folders and a hole punch, and got it mostly under control. There's still another stack to to file away, but making good progress. And I was cleaning out all these old like instruction manuals and everything. And I said, oh, don't need that. Don't need that. I don't even own that printer anymore. What is this? And then I'm like, what is this folded green piece of paper? A whole stack of papers, five of them and they're numbered. I'm like, what is this? I open it up. It says, hey, class of 2007. Wow, look at you guys ready to rock and take over the world. I'm Josh Urban and I've got my haircut. I look a bit more normal now, but don't get your hopes up. I'm still weird. And this was, uh, well, nothing's changed since then. I do need to get a slight haircut, but I'm still weird. This was uh, the, my first and well, only so far, but hopefully, hopefully I'll get to do another one in the future. It was a, a commencement speech of sorts. So this was um, when my brother graduated. We, uh, the three boys, we were all homeschooled. Big shout out to my parents for putting up with that and, and making that possible. And this was when my brother was graduating. And they said, hey, do you want to give the talk? I said, absolutely. So I gave this talk and. I had a great time and people really seemed to dig it. And then that's that's the thing, like, you know, brothers, right? So then how this worked is is since the graduating class was relatively small, everybody got a chance to, to say a few words. So my brother got up. This is this is how we are in real life, too, and he goes. Well, unlike my brother, Josh, I'm a man of few words, so thank you. <laughs> he got a big laugh line. It was awesome. He killed it. So I was looking at this speech and it was fascinating to read. So 2007, not that long ago, and I'm a completely different person. I'm not completely different. I see pieces of myself in here, sort of like, like, like if you took an Ikea kit for a person and open the box and scatter the parts everywhere in a bunch of sand and some of it is half buried in the sand. That's what I see here. There's a part here that. Well, the, the story goes on. Where is this? I have the page is number two. I've got to read this to you. <laughs> the plot has evolved since I told the story and this is one of the ways I would change. Page one. Where is this? Page two. Oh, OK. So I've been talking about how it's it's here. I am like, you know, 20 giving people life advice. <laughs> Nothing's changed, right? Nothing's changed. But talking about how have big goals and um, well, let me read you this. Third, have big goals. A little story. I was an instructor at an environmental grassroots training program for teenagers. It was great. Most high school kids would come in and say, oh, I'd like to save some trees in my neighborhood or I want to get my school to recycle. Well, this girl came in one day and said, I want to save the world. It sure knocked us instructors for a loop. Here we were, supposed to be showing kids how to fight small battles. And someone came in and asked a question that really mattered and had a goal that was worthy of working towards. It was such a big goal, such a spectacular goal. And sometimes people get sad and forget the goals and dreams. But this student who wanted to save the world, she didn't forget her dreams. And it taught me, the instructor, a lot. Well, sounds innocuous enough. I wouldn't say it's necessarily good advice. Some of it is good advice. That same girl, I just saw her Instagram post a little while ago. That same girl went out and is now part of the hooligans out in Chaz in the middle of Seattle. Saving the world. Changing the world for better or for worse, most likely. So, say what you will about that. There's, that's certainly a debatable point, but it's an interesting thing. What does it mean to change the world or save the world, I should say. Those are two different things. She wanted to save the world. What does it mean to save the world? I'm still trying to figure that out. Carl Jung said, modern man doesn't see God because he doesn't look low enough. I'm trying to fit all those things together. I think it starts. Well, I don't know. It's One lesson that I learned from reading my words of wisdom from when I was 20 is sometimes maybe we should just listen instead. What was it? Oh, the Stoic philosopher said we were given two ears and one mouth for good reason. Something that I really got a kick out of this was looking at this was to realize that if, if I were my age now and listening to somebody give the speech that I'd written when I was 20, I would not have liked the person who gave this speech. The speech is okay. No, actually, it's, it's, it's bad. It's not harmful. Well, it could be. But I'm glad I've grown which is nice to see that I've made forward progress. And it's also interesting because I think I'll have the same thing when I listen to this podcast in 10 years or 20 years. I don't know if I'll be listening to the podcast, but hello, future Josh. It's about 98 degrees outside future Josh, in case you forgot. I'll probably be like, man, I hope I'll be like, wow, that guy had a lot to figure out. And something else that does is gives me a little patience because i'm like wow (laughs) i was missing some big points in this talk and it goes on about other things and i don't know there's some stuff was okay and some stuff was eh. so it makes me a little more patient with myself which makes me more patient with the rest of the world i was just talking to a friend and he was telling me a little bit of his story and wow 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 we just don't know what people's stories are it's cliche because well it's cliche because it's true one of those things. So that was an interesting thing in, in filing and shuffling through my papers today. So, looking looking at previous work, can encourage patience in myself. I'm going to save this. I'm going to put this aside. I remember reading a guitar player magazine and the guy was talking about recording and he said, you know, as soon as you record something, it's already obsolete because you're already better. And it's... Instead of looking at it as like your best work, look at it as it's a snapshot in time. It's a photograph of the moment or audiograph in the case of a recording. And then you go on the next thing. Interesting stuff. Not quite sure what to make of it. I'm still processing it, but wanted to share it with you. So, ladies and gentlemen, on this hot July afternoon, nice sleepy time. Let's uh, lean back. Let those eyes drift gently close and get ready to do our breathing practice. Are you ready? Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one. The last one, inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four. Wiggle those toes, open those eyes, smile. Good job. And you know, I was thinking about the speech when I said it was bad, I don't know if I'd say bad, I would say it's outdated, which is good. Hopefully anything I do and anything that you do and anything that we all do will be outdated immediately as we grow and learn and evolve and move forward. Have a great afternoon or evening or morning over there. And we'll see you tomorrow for the 4th of July. Good afternoon.